0: Welcome to the Hill City Church Podcast. We are a church family located in Springfield, Missouri. You can learn more about us and support our ministries at hillcitysgf.org. What a year it has been. What a year it has been. If you're new here, we count our years the same way that we count school years. just want to welcome you here. My name is Brad. I'm the lead teaching pastor of Hill City Church. You need to know, next Sunday we start Genesis. What better place to start? I'm so excited, man. It has been a labor of love. I'm looking forward to Genesis like crazy. This week, we are going to do something different. So if you are visiting, this is a unique Sunday for us. So last August, we launched the mission vision of this church, and it was a 2026 vision. Now, why 2026? Because in 2026, this church will be 10 years old. So what we're going yeah, to talk about uh, is the vision that we have. What do we want Hill City? What did we want Hill City to look like in 2026? Now, since last August, when we launched this vision, we have seen roughly 70% growth across the board. So you can do all you numbers geeks, like you can crunch the numbers there are, there are hundreds of people who, they weren't with us last August. And we use like inside language that we all know, but they may, they, they may not, like salt. Like I say salt a lot and I think people are like, what did he just say? He say what's salt? So like, like we need to talk about who we are as a church, where we're going. We need a reminder for those of us who have been here and we need to bring those new people in on this mission, vision of our church. So I'm gonna share this with you. This is what we want to be said of us in 2026. By 2026, we pray that by his spirit, that all this is true of us. Hill City Church is marked by our authenticity that drives us to joyful dependence on God through prayer. We regularly baptize multi-generational believers. Since 2022, this is what we want to say in 2026, since 2020, we... 2022, we have seen over 130 people pass from death to life. And we have welcomed over 75 disconnected families into our church family. We are people who serve God with purpose. We regularly send disciples to homes and neighborhoods to love others. And we have sent over 100 men and women to the nations through short-term and long-term missions. We have planted two Salt Network churches in major university cities... While Hill City Salt Company in Springville provides discipleship and community for over 500 university students, we equip and care for people of all stages of life in our church. Over half our church community is prioritizing truth by committing to learn within our comprehensive discipleship plan. We are known within our community for equipping families for marriage and parenting. We provide provide a safe place for care. Through in house professional counseling, accessible to our congregation and the people in our city. Our building is nearly paid off and being used weekly in measurable ways for the good of our city. And in all that we do, Hill City, our eyes are fixed upon Jesus and his greater story, his kingdom come, his will be done in this generation and the next. This is where we are headed. You heard some markers throughout uh, this, this vision statement of 130 people passing from death to life, 75 new families, 100 people being sent on short-term and long-term mission churches to Salt Network Church, listen, and many, many more. So before we dive into, what, okay, so we're one year into this. We're going to look where, what has happened just one year into this vision, but before we do that, I want to just remind all of you for clarity this this vision this direction this is not a brad thing this is not a brad and the elders thing this is not a brad and the elders and the church staff thing this direction this vision this where we are headed this is all of us who call this church our home this is where we're going we prayed about this we believe this is where God would have us go and each of us individually can be used by God to make this happen then collectively we want this church to continue to be being used by God and we know that it is how do we know well let's let's just look back how are we doing with this vision after one year well, the whole vision starts that we are going to have joyful dependence upon God through prayer. We want to, we've desired to become a more praying church. Well, in the year, the first year of this vision, we've launched together. We pray. We had our first one on June fourth, where people came to this room and we prayed specifically. And we're we're going to continue to have those together. We pray nights. Listen, next Sunday night is our second Together We Pray. So August 20th, 5 p.m., in this room, we are going to come together and we are going to pray. And we're going to pray over something very specifically. Here's what we're going to pray for. Listen, it's time to go back to school. This is the beginning of our year. So we are going to pray for students. We're going to pray for teachers. We're going to pray for administrators. We're just going to pray, specifically ask God to be with our kids with college students and listen you could throw you could throw a, a, a dart in here and you will hit a teacher in our congregation like we're gonna lift you up I want you all to be here listen because here our reality when it comes to prayer it's like the marine it's like it's like it's like the uh, it's like the seal team six when it comes to Christianity there just aren't many people that are willing to get down in it and do it And and, and I want to invite all of you in. You need to join us on August 20th next week at 5 p.m. And let's go to God together in prayer. Why would we do such a thing? Because the Bible tells us in James chapter 5, the prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working guess what if you're following Jesus you are clothed in the righteousness of the king you are righteous that's you that's me we can pray and it has great power in its working join me next Sunday night and let's do this together and watch God work Colossians 4 tells us to continue steadfastly in prayer 1 John 5, 14 says, and this is the confidence. Okay, there we go. That's how we pray, Hill City. Let's let's come together next Sunday night and with confidence. Now, how how do we do that? Well, this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to to, to his will, he hears us. So it's not we're just going to come in here. We know that God hears us when we pray. I will see you all. Next Sunday night, right here, together we pray. That's what we want to be known for. We want that to be a quality at Hill City that we are a praying people. But not just that. We are also a church that has a a global mission. We we are a church that has a local mission. Now, why would we do such a thing? Well, similar to what I said last week, well, the Bible would call us to that. God's people are called to, to have a global mission and even a local mission. The local mission captured in Jeremiah chapter 29, 7, we use the phrase around here a lot, we're going to be a church that is for this city. Why? Because Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7 says, But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. Now, that word welfare can can be better translated as flourishing. We are to seek the flourishing of this city where God has placed us as exiles. If you are following Jesus, listen, I love Springfield. I love the Ozarks. And I make my temporary home here. But this is not my home. And if you're following Jesus, this is not your home. You are in exile. But until we see Jesus, we are going to seek the flourishing of this city. College students, you need to seek the flourishing of Missouri State when you get there. It's what you're called to do. That is a local mission. I'll talk a little bit more about that. And then the Great Commission, Matthew 28, tells us to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. In other words, go make disciples of all ethnic groups. We go to the nations here at Hill City. Locally, just a tangible way. We we partnered with a uh, Reed Academy. It's a school here where man, we have we've been able to get school supplies and shoes and feed them and just come along and serve them because we believe that helps and helps them flourish. We are adding a second school this school year. And we want to help them flourish. Globally, so we have we we have partners in, in Perugia, Italy. Many of you have been on trips to Perugia, Italy. Well, Giacomo was there. He planted a church in Perugia, Italy. Well, Giacomo, uh, ha, he has that church established, and, and God called him to move to Asuncion, Paraguay. That's the capital city of Paraguay, where there are 50,000 college students. And Giacomo went there, and, and what he did was, was he started a church. And the church met two weeks ago. They've already baptized someone in Paraguay. Amen. Good. So, so what you need to know, so, so I want to explain this to you. So of our total church budget, in 2022, 12% of, of the money that you give, we gave away. We, we sent it out for global missions, for local mission. Because we should be a generous church. So if you crunch the numbers, we, we, we gave out 12%. Okay, part of that was, well, Giacomo actually, what he did first was we actually actually gave him $15,000. We did. We did that. Okay? And he opened a coffee shop. And that's what it took. I don't think we could do that in America. (laughs) Okay? But that's what it took. And he started sharing the gospel in this place. Guess what? That coffee shop is also now his church building. Okay? Now, just do me a favor raise your hand if you have not been to Paraguay. Get them up high. Okay, are you seeing this? Look around the room. Look around the room. Okay, now look at me. But you have. You have. Maybe not physically, but listen, your, your, your generosity helps start a church. and Because of your generosity, people in a whole other hemisphere, listen, are passing from death to life. So here's what we're going to do. In this next calendar school year, we're going to give away 14% instead of 12% because it's worth it. Because we're a church that has a global mission and a local mission. Now, Giacomo planted a church and people are already uh, being saved. Well, Well, you need to understand Like when it comes to church planting, we will be a church that will plant churches. The most effective kingdom work is to plant new churches. And the reality is most churches don't plant other churches. We are going to do this. And I would like to let you guys know, as many of you already know this, but many of you do not. In July, we had a church planting resident start on staff here. Colton Banks is a church planting resident. And we are going to send him out in about two and a half years to go plant a church in a major university city. So so the question, I, I get it and I understand why you'd ask it, but here it is. Where? Which one? Which university? Which city? We don't know yet. So let's go back to what I said first. Joyful dependence upon God through prayer. Let's pray and ask God where he might have us go play in a church. He'll let us know. He'll let us know. And we are without a doubt going to do that. Now, we will plant a church where there is a major university. I'll bring this up. Why? Well, many of you don't know, and I talked about inside language. We, here, Hill City Church is a salt network church. We are part of a network of churches. There are 24 established churches within the SALT network. There are five new church plants starting this year. I don't remember all the universities. I want to say, I know Oregon is out there, Purdue, some of those you see on TV with their football teams and all that, and and some that maybe you, you don't know, but there are major universities that will start this year. That brings us to 29 churches. There are over 400 major universities in this country. So where will Colton go to plant a church? I don't know. By my math, I think he has roughly 370 options. So God's going to have to make it clear. But we will plant churches in major university cities. Why? Because we are a church, Hill City Church. If you're new here, we're going to go hard After the next generation. Every one of these salt network churches. They have a college ministry. That's called the salt company. These are the the college ministries. And they go after the university students. Within their city. Judges. Chapter 2. Tells us this. Now if you know anything about judges. It just just didn't go well. For God's people. There was just always had to be somebody come. Come. And, and get them back on track, and then the cycle was insane. But listen, if you look at Judges chapter 2, verse 10 tells us this, And all the generations also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done. So listen, let me just, just open your Bibles, and you can, you can just follow this through the Bible. Listen, when God's people... Did not intentionally go after the next generation. It never went well for God's people. This one is a non-negotiable here, and because that truth is in Scripture, I just want to, I just want to sing the song from the Psalmist. In chapter 71, where he says, I, I, I want this to be my song. It is, I want it to be. I want it to be your song here. So even to old age and gray hairs. My kids remind me all the time. I don't know if you can see. It's the light in here. Probably make it a little more gray, but don't worry about that. I'm starting to get some. They point them out in my beard more than anything. But I'm getting them. So now I'm reading this verse going, oh, that came quicker than I thought it would but hear me out, hear me out. So even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, do not forsake me until, until I proclaim your might to another generation and your power to all those who come. That's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. The psalmist writes also in 145, his 145th Psalm, one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. We're going hard after the next generation. Here's why. Somebody here, somebody's going to be sitting in this room, maybe today, maybe next week, and maybe they don't even know Jesus at all, but somebody in here is going to be, listen, all those little babies we got running around here, or not running around, they're being held. I mean, we got a bunch of them. They're this big. Somebody is going to be those babies' pastor. Because one generation will declare it to the next. It's exciting. We're not going to stop doing this. Hill City, let me just say this one more time so you're clear. We are not going to stop doing this. And for whatever reason, listen, we have no explanation other than looking at God and go, You did it. You keep doing this. I, I, I pray this every way. God, you keep doing this. And, and I, I don't even want to stop praying because I'm afraid of you, I don't want your hand to come off of me or this church. But like, people are passing from death to life and they're being baptized, proclaiming that they have been called out of darkness into glorious light. So since last August, we launched this August 2022. Since last August, we have been blessed to have baptized 67 people. 60, yes. 67, listen, they didn't know Jesus. Now they do. But but let me be very, very clear. Something we will not ever do here, at least on my watch or the, or the elders' watch, okay? We are not going to come up here and celebrate Hill City Church. That just feels icky. We're not going to come up here and talk about how awesome we are and the great things that we have done. These things that I have just shared with you, and there's so much more, but for time's sake, I'm going to stop with this. What we have to do, Hill City Church, is we have to stop, look at God, we have to celebrate Jesus and everything that he has done. If we get proud, if we do not stay humble, listen, God's hand will just come like this. And actually, the Bible would say that God will actually start to oppose us. It's not that just he'll be distant, he will oppose the proud. But oh, he will give grace to the humble. We gotta stay humble. It's not us. Listen, I love all of you. I mean, I love this church. I love you. Nobody is awesome here. Then I love us enough to say that about us. Nobody is awesome here. Jesus says, Oh, might we pray that he just keeps using this church? Because he has. And we want to celebrate him just one year into this vision God has done so much but like what what is coming like okay Brad here we are we're at the beginning of our of our year right and so what is coming well we want to keep going like we want we want everything that happened from from August to now we want that to happen again we would beg that that would happen again and, and it would even multiply one of the things we're we're continuing to put emphasis on is we want half of this church by 2026 we want half of this church at least to be plugged in and prioritizing truth by by taking part in our discipleship uh, classes in our comprehensive discipleship plan. So you need to know at our church, you may have scanned things and kind of looked, oh, I want this Bible class, this Bible class. Well, we have, we have Bible classes where we have some just core competencies and just regular Bible studies. And then we also have school of theology. So let me talk about school of theology first. If you would click on uh, one of our classes that are categorized under school of theology, you might get sticker shock. Like, man, why, are they char- why would they charge money and that much money for that? Well, in our school of theology, you can take those classes and actually get seminary classes credit so so that's that 's what we have to do, and then we have our regular Bible classes and we 're excited that that we get to do both of those things. But here's what I want to make sure is happening here. And here's what I want to make sure is not happening here. I want to make sure what's happening here is that we are people who chase after the truth. Capital T truth where it always matters to us. What I don't want to see happen here and our elders don't want to see this and you don't either really. And this is becoming common within the church, within a lot of churches is is instead of chasing truth that we chase goosebumps. Like, we can do things to give you goosebumps. That's just not what we're going to do here. And a lot of times, truth is just gentle and quiet and boring and faithful. And it doesn't give you goosebumps. Let's chase it. Let's prioritize it. All scripture is breathed out by God. It is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. So let's just bathe in scripture. Hebrews chapter 4 tells us, For the word of God is living and it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division and soul the spirit of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So I just want to bring your attention to two things. I already talked about our classes. Uh, to, to, we have a lot of new guys here and new, new, new families, so I'm going to talk to the men first. We have, our, we have our men's retreat that's coming up in October. I couldn't be more excited about the guest speaker that we have where you we get away on a Friday night and a Saturday, and, and listen, you can meet guys that you didn't even know went to this church. You're, it's just going, going to be truth upon truth, and you're going to build relationships there. And listen, we've capped that. We have like 20-something spots remaining. But man, if you want to get connected and, and meet some guy friends that can... And man, just hold you accountable and just even just have, have a friend like, you need to register for our men's retreat. And, and, then, and then listen, new this year, and more, we are formally uh, launching and starting a women's ministry where women are going to come together and they're going to pursue truth together. And you're gonna, through Bible studies, you're going to build friendships But I want to bring this to your attention. Listen, if you're a lady in this church, it's not next Sunday, but the Sunday after that, which is August 27th, the women of this church, they're going to come in this room. And they're going to, it's going to be Bailey and some other ladies are going to lead in, in worship. And the women of this church, they're going to pray. And they're going to, and the women of this church are going to cast vision around what this women's ministry can be like. And then just ask God to bless it. And ladies, I'm just telling you, you need to be here. You need to be here on the 27th. So, so when I say that, I need the fellows in the room, you know, the husbands and dads in the room listening. So here's what you need to do. You, you need to get the kids fed, and you need to get them in the bath, and you need to get them to bed. And you let mom come to this on August 27th. You need to do that. That's how important it is. August 27th, you can learn more about that out there at our connections table. So we're prioritizing truth. That's not it. By 2026, man, we, we want to be a church that's moved the needle in, in our community around marriages. Not just the marriages within our church, but the marriages in our community. And I want to tell you this. I tell, I tell this to all the couples that I'm going to be marrying. I say it in most of the weddings that I do. Satan hates your guts. He hates you. And those of you who are married, he hates your marriage. And he comes after it so hard. He hates this idea. One man, One woman for life he hates it because it's the greatest picture that the world has of the gospel so it is under attack marriage listen we got to invest in them here we we have to push back the gates of Hell, when it comes to marriages, one way we're just, just one, just one way we're going to do this. There is going to be a marriage conference in February 2024. We are bringing in a uh, nationally known uh, uh, no marriage counselor, uh, a speaker on marriage. We're going we're gonna to fill this room with tables and chairs. Listen, February 2024, if you're married, I want you here. I want you here. You're going to see a lot of this on our social media and posted. Man, I, I couldn't be more excited about who we have coming. To do this, it's so exciting. So, so I said this earlier. For whatever reason, since August of 2022, we, we have grown 70%, roughly 70% across the board. So here's what, here's what that means. Listen, we were faithful, God was faithful to give us this building, and man, he is continuing to use us, but here's our reality. We have some space issues already. Okay, listen, we're not going to stand out at the doors and tell people they can't come, right? God's bringing people, but we have space issues. Not so much in here. I think we will. Uh, Saul, here's the reality. I might be asking you next week just to sit on the concrete. Just be like, cool, let's do it, right? Just crisscross applesauce. Let's praise Jesus. Let's go. Okay, can you do this? Okay, just be ready for that. Listen, I I hope we have to do that for 10 Sundays, But listen, we have, spacious, we have space issues in our kids' space. So which, which leads me, because we've talked a lot about what's going on here, at this, this white building to the west, which we will refer to from here on out as the west wing because I don't like, we don't like saying white building to the west, okay? So, so west wing, west wing, you've seen, like we've painted the building and it looks so much better, but the reality is we just put lipstick on her, okay? That's what it is right now. But the question is, Brad, what's going on with that white building? What's going on with that white building? Well, here's the reality. Listen, nothing happens over there for free. Okay? I wish it did, but it doesn't. And it's going to take money, but we need the space. We need it for our kids. We need it for for our youth. We need it for Bible classes. We need it for just some officing space and for counseling areas. We need that building, and God continues to bless us. So like, how are we going to get this done? Because here's what I'm telling you. We're not doing another capital campaign. Those of you who have been with us, you're like, oh, boy, he's gonna, here we go. No, no, we're not doing a capital campaign. But we have a lot of new people here that you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have the joy of participating with us in our capital campaign <laughs> where, where we sacrifice things. And, we, and, and that th- God blessed us. But let's just talk. Let's just go hypothetical just for a minute. So if, 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 okay, this is a big if. I'm not talking to college students right now because this number doesn't count. But like, if the average household income within this church, if it was thirty-eight thousand dollars a year, okay? Now college students are like, dude, they're loaded. (laughs) It's more. if that was the average, and then, all, and then the households within this church that call this church their home, if and they would give well, 7%. Now you were like, Brad, I was here last, last week, and you are like, you said, you said the percent, we don't teach 10% tithe here. We don't. Can't go to the New Testament, okay? If, if it was 38,000, and all the households in here that, that made 38000 gave 7%. That building would be done. I'm an old baseball coach. I just give data, right? It's like you can't argue data. Just numbers. Numbers don't lie. So I'll just let the Lord do with that what he wants to do. Listen, there have been about, this is no joke, there have been about three or four people in this church who have been diligently working to make that happen. And it's time that about 790 of us join them. If you're serving communion, I want you to go ahead and take your spot. Together. Hill City, this, this is us. If you're here, this is, this is what we're about together. We love God, we love others, and we make disciples of Jesus Christ. It's like, can you, can, like, if you're new, can you get behind that? Can you get behind that? I mean, that's what the Bible calls us to to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and our mind and strength, and, and then to love our neighbor as ourselves. And then, and then the, I already mentioned the Great Commission where we're supposed to go be, make disciples of, of all nations. Hill City Church, we have the greatest news that anyone could ever hear in their life. The good news of Jesus Christ. Hill City, we have the only hope. The only hope of the world is in the greatest news that anyone could ever hear in their life. And I'm telling you, like, th- this, this is what I just shared with you. This is how we are going to go about accomplishing uh, what God has told us to do in His Word. And I just want to share this with you because I-, I know we have other interests and other things. And I love you. I love you, I want to call you to this because here's what happens, I've experienced it, so many people in this church have experienced it. Listen, if you will get on board with a mission and wake up every morning with a purpose, a kingdom purpose, listen, Table Rock Lake going down there on the weekends, it'll seem like a mud puddle. or Whatever it is that you, that you do with all of your time and your energy and your money, listen, you start getting into something like this and you start experiencing God using you to change lives, you will never be the same. And I love you enough to say, come do it. Come do it. So God, now I pray that your spirit would work here and do what you would do with this. I pray that you would continue to use this church, the people in this church. Don't stop using us, I beg you, I beg you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You can stand with me.